Well, hello, Rabbitohs members and supporters. Welcome to the latest episode of the Rabbitohs Insider as we prepare to take on the Raiders down at GIO Stadium in Canberra on Thursday night. Now, as we do each week, we catch up with Mark Ellison and John Sutton for our Playmakers segment, proudly brought to you by Zoom Video Communications. Then we let you know what you need to know ahead of that Raiders game on Thursday night, proudly brought to you by What If. Then we'll have our usual Pathways wrap-up, proudly brought to you again by the team at What If. And finally, our feature piece is on Forward Harme Sele and some very close personal work that he's doing with Down Syndrome New South Wales. Let's get into it. Let's not waste any time in getting over to Redfern Oval with John Sutton and Mark Ellison for our Playmakers segment, brought to you by Zoom Video Communications. Welcome once again to the Playmakers, brought to you by Zoom Video Communications. John Sutton joins me again today to analyse the game against the Titans on the weekend. The game of two halves, John. Yeah, wasn't it? Um, obviously, we came out, come out with the intensity in that first half, but uh, the second half came around, and once the boys started going forward, our strike players did the rest. Yeah, and our defence picked up in the second half. The try on half time from the Titans was would have been great to watch as, as a person that loves footy, but uh, I thought it might have given them a, a bit of a sense of, oh, we might have got this game all over and done with now. We're, but it made our boys switch on in the second half for sure. We needed a good second half. Our completion rate was 100%. What we needed to do to get back in the game. And, um, you know, Cody, Benji, you know, the, the players we needed to step up and get the points on the board showed up for us in the second half. Particularly the first 20 minutes of the second half, I, I can only remember the Titans having the ball for two or three sets in that whole period. And we dominated that period and got us on top again in the game. And, Benji was just outstanding and Keon was, was on his game also. Yeah, it's a dangerous left edge once again. Um, really set up the, the second half and, you know, once the boys go forward and Benji gets his hands on the ball, it was, um, it was all over. So um, I'm expecting, you know, Cody to get in that fullback role again and, and um, improve on what he did at the back there. There's a bit of strike there, but just a couple of Benji's touches first to put Keon through and then to get AJ away late in the game and then back up and score under the post to, to put the game, put us in front and sort of seal the game was was the Benji of old, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, he's 48, um, still going around and still doing his thing. Um, it's like he hasn't missed a step and he's fitting in well in this team and uh, we get to see his brilliance every week. As, as you know, as a guy getting older in his career, uh, you tend to, he's probably about 39 to be fair. I think he's lying on his birth certificate, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, um, you know, once the boys get in that groove and you get Benji the ball, you can just see what happens to this team and um, it's great to have him here. Yeah, what he's got around him is, you know, in fairness, some really good options. I mean, Cody being out the back, you know, or other times it's Luttrell out there and he, he's been smart enough just to read what's going on and, and, and take the right option. Yeah, obviously you get Adam up the front line playing nice and straight and, um, you know, pulling the defence in. And then once they do that, you get the ball out to Benji and he can just do the rest. Six and one, 
Travel to Canberra this week. We own them one from the last couple of years, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. Um, big game down there. Obviously, it's a Thursday night, so when all our South fans and members will get out there and hopefully the boys can put on 80 minutes to show for us. I'm sure they will, and we hope to see some of you down there. Some great play from Benji and the players around him to set up those plays, and let's hope we see more of it on Thursday night down in Canberra. Now it's time to find out what you need to know ahead of that game against Canberra in Round 8. Proudly brought to you by the team at What If. Here's what you need to know about our Round 8 clash with the Canberra Raiders, brought to you by whatif.com, proud travel partner of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Did you know since 2019, Rabbitohs members and fans have saved over $10,000 using whatif.com slash Rabbitohs? Here are some quick facts to watch out for as we travel to GIO Stadium this week. New Zealand Rugby League icon Ben when he takes the field this Thursday night against the Raiders. His journey began in 2003 at the West Tigers, followed by stints with Super Rugby side the Auckland Blues in 2014, before returning to Rugby League with the St George Illawarra Dragons later that year. In 2017, Benji found himself under the tutelage of Wayne Bennett at the Broncos, before he made a long-awaited return to the West Tigers from 2018 to 2020. Back under Bennett at Souths, Marshall has proven to be one of the buyers of the year. It could well have been billed a battle between two potential New South Wales 5.8s, with Walker and Whiten set to go at it. But that all changed with Cody switched to the fullback position in Mitchell's absence. If Whiten finds open pasture, Cody may well be the man to stop him in his tracks. There's no greater sight than seeing Cookie get out of dummy half and so far this year, he's the best. With 51 dummy half runs to his name, the only player that comes close is the Gold Coast Mitch Rain with 42. While South Sydney sit in eighth spot for set completions, it's Canberra's completions that have proven to be tough reading for Ricky's Raiders, who sit third to last on the ladder, completing at just 74%. Ricky Stewart would have lost a few more hairs this year after seeing his side fold on three occasions at the break in matches that they should have won. Against the Warriors, they surrendered a 25 points to six lead at halftime, losing 34 to 31. Against the Eels, they were down by two, but finished up losing 35-10, while last week, they surrendered a 12 point lead to lose 26 points to 24. Travelling to the game this week? Remember, members get 15% off select hotels through whatif.com slash rabbitos. Use the promo code rabbitos15 to enjoy these exclusive benefits. Plenty to look forward to there on a Thursday night. Let's hope the rabbitos can get the two competition points. Now let's hope we can get some wins on the board in our Pathways competitions this week as our Pathways teams take to the field again in round eight. Here is our Pathways wrap proudly brought to you by What If. Hi all, welcome to another Pathways wrap brought to you by What If. Uh, looking back at the results from the weekend just gone, uh, we went out to Ringrose uh, Stadium to start the weekend off with our jersey fleet, unfortunately going down to a very strong Parramatta Reels outfit uh, into our New South Wales Cup, uh, who went a bit of a seesawing game back and forth. Unfortunately, just couldn't get there in the end also against uh, Parramatta's reserve grade side. 
Our round was wrapped out with our Harvey Norman women's uh, on Monday night up against St Mary's out at the New South Wales Centre of Excellence. Unfortunately, still get to record their first win of the season, but getting stronger every weekend. Our story this week on the uh, Pathways Wrap, we're going to look at one of the new parts in 2021 of our Elite Pathways and Player Development Program, which looks at our Southeast Queensland uh, Elite Player Group. Uh, the inaugural group includes eight players that have come to us from a big range, including over four historic intra-super cup clubs up there in Southeast Queensland, and from up to seven different uh, rugby league high schools, including one such as Marsden High, Wavell, and Keeper Park. We took some cameras up to Brisbane for their first session last week. Let's see how that program's going. Earlier in the month saw our Elite Pathways and Player Development Program unveil another new exciting initiative with our inaugural South East Queensland Satellite EPD squad. After over six months in the planning stages, a very select group of young men were identified to take up spots in this new squad, as well as the targeting of the best staff based in the South East Queensland pocket to work with these players on ground zero, delivering our EPPD program philosophies. As a club, we are very excited by the spread of our initial intake to this squad, geographically representing so many historic Southeast rugby league clubs, schools, and well-known nurseries. This also includes experienced pathway staff from the region in Jesse McLean and Jacob Staines, rounded off by the exciting addition of ex-Rabbitoh and NRL Premiership winner, Ethan Lowe. Head of Elite Pathways and Player Development, Joe O'Callaghan, flew up to Brisbane for the induction for the group and their first training night, which was held out of the Rabbitohs facility hire of choice in southeast Queensland, the state-of-the-art Marsden State High School Centre of Excellence and Sports Precinct. These training evenings follow the same outlines and themes of our Sydney-based Black Rabbits EPD squad sessions, ensuring these exciting prospects are given the same development opportunities on a regular basis without having to move away from family and friends at such a young age. This included a brief snapshot into the history and culture of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, both strength, conditioning and football-specific education sessions, and not to mention intense positional skill-specific training out on the field. Stay posted to the What If Pathways wrap in the future as we bring more updates to our fans and members on how this squad progresses. Great to see that program uh, off and running and looking forward to seeing how those eight young men uh, go on their journey with us over the next uh, 12 months into the future. Looking ahead to games this week uh, for our Pathways program, we start Saturday down at Pointsbet Stadium uh, where we'll see both our Jersey flag and our Harvey Dorn women's taking on the Cronulla Sharks. And our Pathways games uh, will conclude on Sunday afternoon with our New South Wales Cup making the journey down the highway to Canberra to take on the Canberra Raiders. Uh, as always, please check our website for kickoff times to stay up to date. Good luck to our Pathways teams this weekend as they look to get back in the winner's circle in round eight. Now, Rabbitohs forward Harmay Sele is a champion bloke and he showed it with his role with Down Syndrome New South Wales that he has taken up this year. It's very close and personal to him, his sister suffering from Down Syndrome. Let's take a look at our feature piece on Harmay Sele. let's go! Ambassador for Down Syndrome. Oh, yeah. 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 
I guess it was kind of a big thing growing up, having uh, my sister as the, I guess, the golden child in our family. Um, you know, we've always supported her. Um, she's always been the, the blessing to our family. She's pretty cool. Um, she's the funny one in the family. Um, everyone looks to her for jokes. Um, she's the big dancer as well in our family. So, um, yeah, she's, she's lovely to have around. She gets along with everyone. She makes everyone laugh. Um, and yeah, brightens everyone up. Down Syndrome Association for New South Wales started over 40 years ago now with a very group of, strong group of energetic parents who were out to try and ensure their children with Down Syndrome could participate in society and have every opportunity. And it's gone from strength to strength over that time. And during the last 40 years, we can see there's many more opportunities for people to participate in schools, employment, recreation. Uh, so our role is around advocacy to try and ensure those opportunities are there for people with Down syndrome, to support families at key points as their children are growing up where they need to understand about the education system, about employment, about participating in sporting teams. And uh, then to support the people with Down syndrome um, to develop friendships and participate in different activities and uh, help develop life skills. It means that they're able to speak up for themselves and uh, make sure their voice is heard. All they want to be is just included in everything we do, treated the same as everyone else. People with Down syndrome should be provided with every opportunity to participate in all what life's got to offer. And each one of us, um, the players, the club and the spectators, have all got the power to show respect, help provide opportunities and welcome people with Down syndrome into their lives. It's good to have my family come out and the kids. Um, but it was a big thing that the team gave me that presentation for my sister. I'm super proud. It is a big, um, I guess, honour to have that support from everyone and the club, um, especially, you know, um, I'm super proud to become the ambassador for the Down syndrome.